Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Uh, now I had a question sent in by one of my very, very keen listeners the other day asking about different sized forward packs. Now, obviously when we talk about, you know, the great packs of all time, you know, the Canterbury Bulldogs, 04, whatnot, these sort of sides, uh, all big bodies, all monsters. Uh, I'm finding it more and more important in the modern game to have different body shapes in your forward packs. And I think you guys that are keen guru listeners and followers. It's something I talk about quite often and it's something that I talk about on Bloke in a Bar quite a bit about how, you know, there might be better front rowers around in other teams and available and stuff, but sometimes having a different body shape can be really, really important in a side. And this question came from Rico Suave. It says, how important is it to have different body shapes in your pack and who is doing it well? Uh, a little question there from, he's actually one of my mates, Morgo. Saw him on the weekend, had a couple of beers. Great to catch up. Uh, Morgo, great question, mate. Very keen rugby league follower like myself. Great little footy brain as well, Morgo. Uh, but yeah, different body shapes, very important. Now, for me, you know, and we have a look at, for example, the kangaroo side this year, and uh, it was something that I think a lot of people were like, what's going on there? Why are they doing it? Why is Cam Murray not starting? Freddie did it during the origin as well, and I think part of it comes down to your different body shapes and when you want to have them on the field. So a guy like Cam Murray, for example, we want him playing for 80 minutes. He's a tremendous player, but a player like him to bring him on in that 25th sort of minute when, you know, the train wreck and the carnage of the first 20 minutes is over, to bring on an impact guy like him who's a slightly, you know, smaller body compared to your junior ballers, your tinos, these sort of guys, to bring him onto the park with his leg speed, it changes everything. And what you quite often find is with these slightly smaller forwards, whether it is your Cam Murray, your Ruben Cotters, your Victor Adlers, these sort of guys, uh, they have got tremendous leg speed and it can make a real difference through the middle. And for me... If I am, if I'm defending against a side, and you know they might have, you know, the, the idea of having five junior ballers on your team sounds fucking terrifying. 
But at the end of the day, junior baller, if you've got five guys like him, he brings the same thing. If you've got two juniors and then on the third tackle, you, you, you've got a Cam Murray with his leg speed and whatnot, and he's able to get on the back of uh, you know all, all, all the uh, field position and the, the advantages that a junior baller has gained. All of a sudden, it gets pretty scary. And for me, Morgo said here which teams are doing it really well. And there's a couple of teams in this competition that are doing it well. And to be honest with you, the vast majority of teams are doing it well. I feel like this is something that it's really become important over the last decade or so in rugby league that teams are... They're not only aware of it, but they make sure that they've got different body shapes in their forward pack uh, all the time. And I have a look at, um, you know, just just going to the grand final last year. Obviously, Parramatta and Penrith, the two teams that were left at the end, arguably the two best teams in the competition, if you want to look at it that way. Penrith, without a doubt, the best team in the competition. Parramatta, if they, if they weren't the second best team in the competition, you probably couldn't have them lower than top four, realistically. They were tremendous. And both these forward packs were fantastic throughout the year. And you have a look through the Penrith Panthers. James Fisher-Harris, he's the alpha in this team, he starts. Now, Alpha, I mean, Fish, he isn't like your junior ball. He's not, you know, 120 kilos or whatever. He's a big boy, but he's a bit of a thinner, sort of taller frame. He's got a nice offload, really aggressive, really hard to handle, long limbs. Uh, Then you look at his partner, for example, uh, Mosley Ota. Very different. Uh, sort of more of the Josh Papaliti sort of mould. Uh, not so much an explosive sort of athlete, just more of a bigger body, a little bit more rounder, a little bit closer to the ground. So to have Leota and Fish starting, I absolutely love that combo because you got James Fisher-Harris, he's got a little bit of offside, got a, he's got a little bit of upside, a little bit of an offload in his game, uh, but he is a little bit of a taller, rangier sort of character. Then you got Leota. You know exactly what you're getting on every single fucking hit up from Mose Leota. He's going to go up and down every single time. Not a heap of offloads in his game, he's going to be hard to handle, he's low to the ground, two very different sort of shape front rowers, and when you have a look at their stats, there'd only be a couple of centimetres between them and a few kilos here and there, they might even be the exact same weight but it's a different sort of weight when you've got a body like Moses Leota like Josh Papali'i compared to a James Harris or a Joe Tapanay for example, yeah, obviously Joe Tapanay a bit more of an explosive forward than Fisher Harris, but you've got those different sort of body shapes, then off the bench all of a sudden you've got Spencer Lina who comes on, he is all fucking impact. He is not exactly a Cam Murray, a, a Victor Radley, one of those guys, but his leg speed for a big boy is sensational. He's sort of a medium sort of build for a front row forward in the NRL, but he comes on through the middle and he's fantastic. Solid, but with leg speed. You you would sort of say he's in between that of James Fisher-Harris and that of Moses Leota. He's not, you know, your big bounding front rower like Moses Leota, but he's also not probably as tall and as rangy as James Fisher-Harris. He fits in the middle. He's sort of like a perfect little high hybrid of the two of them. You also have a look at the Penrith Panthers. You've also got Isaiah Yo on the field. Now, Isaiah doesn't take... Well, he still takes a fuckload of hit-ups, to be fair, but he is sort of a ball-playing 13 as well. So he brings a little bit more to the game, whereas you have got front rowers in the game, like Junior Polo, for example, who can sort of play that role that Isaiah does. He can also play the role that Leota does, which is sensational have. But the beauty of Isaiah Yo is as well that, once again, he's very different to Amos um, Leota. He's a little bit taller, a little bit of a small... Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say smaller front frame, a thinner frame, leg speed's a little bit quicker, and what you quite often see with Isaiah, you get the two, the first two hit-ups where you have Fisher-Harris go up, you get Leoza go, going up, then you get Isaiah Yo, and he's in a position where he can either play out the back, he'll normally take another player on the lead with him outside him, might be one of the back rowers, might be another front row forward on the field, whatever is going on, he'll have someone else with him, and he'll make the decision, okay, am I playing out the back to Nath Cleary or Jerome Luai, or 
if one of your front rowers has won those first two tackles, he just wedges in behind the uh, second marker in the A. And all of a sudden, because he's that rangier sort of body, he gains a heap of momentum. The other thing about, like, when you're tackling a Mosley Ota, you sort of go ball and all, you sort of wrap the ball up, you've got to take him down. When you've got a different body shape like Isaiah Yo, and Fisher-Harris is, is um, pretty similar, but especially with an Isaiah Yo, the beauty of him when he runs the ball is that he's so tall and rangy, and he's got so much power through his ass and his legs that if you go ball and all and 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 you wrap up the ball up top, his legs his leg drive is sensational and he puts himself in good spots, Isaiah Yo. You watch the way that when he runs the ball, he never runs at bodies. He always runs into spaces, whether it's between the second marker um, and the A defender. Not not a huge gap, but he wedges himself between there and they have to make a decision. Do they go ball and all? If they don't, if they try and chop him, he just gets an offload away straight away. If they go ball and all, his leg speed pushes him through. So I really enjoy watching Isaiah Yo and how he goes about his footy and the, and the different options that he's able to take. Sometimes he'll wedge into that gap there. Sometimes he'll simply just go between the A and B with another front rower and he's outside. He'll just take it forward. And you see them. They know he's got an offload. They know he can ball play, so they need to wrap up the ball. All of a sudden, you see Isaiah Yo gets his body in really good positions where he can force an extra meter or two with his leg speed and just by grinding his legs through. Then someone will come in and clean him up quite often because Isaiah is such a good footballer. He stays upright. You mostly owe to these sort of guys quite often they end up on the ground because you do wrap them up you slow their momentum then you're able to put them down but having a guy like Isaiah Yo, who's a little bit of a taller frame who's also got the brains to recognise where he needs to be on any given moment where which gaps he needs to put himself into where he needs to wedge himself into he's a sensational body type to have off the back of the other two then you have a guy on the bench Matty Eisenhuth who I think is criminally underrated very good footballer once again not the roundest, biggest body, big body, but he's tall and he's agile. He's a great little footballer as well. He's got a nice, nice offload. The the guys with the longer limbs, like your Isaiah Yo, your Fisher Harris, your Matty Eisenhurst, these are the guys you tend to get your offloads off, and you need to wrap the ball up, which means their leg drive can really get them on the advantage. Even the Penrith Panthers, and you haven't looked look at them last year, like and those are the middle forwards. Obviously, then you got Scotty Sorensen, who he's kind of the hybrid of all of them. Yeah, he can sort of do if you needed to shift Scotty Sorensen out to the centres, he would be fine, but he comes on through the middle and just creates leg speed. He's similar. He's that similar character that we spoke about when we are talking about the Kangaroos, Cam Murray. You bring him on and he has a huge impact off the bench. I love the way the Panthers do it. You even have a look at the different body shapes on their edges. Viliami Kiko and Liam Martin. I mean, you couldn't get two guys that are less similar. It's crazy. And you look at, you know, the skill set that Kikau has, the big body he's got. Then you look at Liam Martin. Like, Liam Martin, he's just a C-U-N-T at the end of the day. He's just going to be a pain in the ass. He's going to defend well. He's going to lead his kick chase. All their forwards bring something a little bit different. And that's what I love about this Penrith Panthers forward pack. I absolutely love it. You bring Luke Garner in next year on that edge, uh, or Hoskins, whichever way it's going to be, they'll probably get a little bit more back to uh, an orthodox pack, I guess you could call it. But once again, rangy sort of characters on that edge with an offload that run a good line. Sensational, have you? Quite often see the boys turn them under, they'll come back into the middle. Once again, different body shapes and that's sort of the point I'm trying to make with this is that different body shapes mean that you never get used to anything, yeah? You never get used to three Leotas coming at you in a row that you can handle the same way. You've got different guys coming at you every time. You've got James Fitzharris coming at you, Isaiah, Isaiah Yo on the lead, whatever it might be. You can get different body shapes coming at you all the time and it can just make it so hard to handle. I think the classic is Parramatta's forward pack. You look at their starting front rowers. 
Junior Bolo, who big round body, hard to handle. You need four men to tackle him. He's got an offload. He can play at the line. He can play before the line. He can play through the line. He can do it all, Junior. He can also just run the fuck over you if you want. You've got to go high on him. You can't really go low because he'll go the offload straight away. Regan Campbell-Gillard, very similar. You would describe him in the same way how you have to handle him because he's got a great offload, except he's a lot more trim. They're not wearing the same jersey size, these two boys. Very different body shapes, but sensational to have both because you, you don't allow your opposition to get used to tackling a certain guy. You've also then got, and I know they didn't use him for a lot of last year, but a sensational guy to have in the grand final, for example, was Nathan Brown, who he doesn't really fit. You know, he, he's a little bit smaller than both of them. He's not as thin as Regan Campbell-Gillard, but he's not as big as Junior Paulo. He's a body size that sort of fits in between. Uh, one of those sort of nuggety players that's very hard to handle. And then all of a sudden they bring on, and this is where the game always turns on its head. We spoke about this last year. You bring on Ryan Madison, big, rangy body, hard to handle, offload, a little bit more leg speed uh, than a junior ballo, for example. So different body shapes just make such a big difference. I think the Cowboys are a great example too. You got Jason Tamalolo, you know, arguably the best forward in rugby league, probably the hardest guy to handle. You got him paired with a Ruben Cotter. I mean, you put them next to each other, and it's absolute apples and oranges, two completely different footballers. And traditionally, when you look at them, you would go, okay, who's the thirteen? You go, oh, Ruben Cotter for sure. But the way that they play, both are able to play that role, and you all of a sudden you get Jason Tamalolo. He goes for, you know, 10, 12, 13 metres, big body guys falling off everywhere. Then Ruben Cotter comes under at 100 miles an hour. You're giving away 30 kilos, but he's coming much, much quicker at you. His leg speed is sensational. You have to get a little bit lower to handle him. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, you, ha- you have to get lower to handle sort of Jason Tamalolo. Both got offloads. Just having different body shapes coming at you is sensational. And I still think there is a place in rugby league for the more traditional front rower. You're talking about, you know, for example, when you look at the Cowboys next year, James Tamo going up there. Obviously a taller body, but probably a more traditional sort of body. And Jordan McLean, two very similar bodies coming at you there. But then it's the variation you get out of your Griffin names, your Tamalolos, your Ruben Cotters, all these different sort of body shapes that can throw at you. Even look at their edges. You know, Nanai, Hylam, Lukey, taller guys, rangier guys, very different. To Liam Martin, for example, and very different. Even a Luciana Leilua, a bit of a bigger body there as well. But different body shapes are incredibly important in our modern game because you don't allow your the your your opposition when they're d- defending you, you don't let them get used to something. You don't let them get into a rhythm of how they're going to handle. Every tackle has to be different. There has to be a different approach for every single tackle. has to be key guys that you know you have to watch to offload. There has to be guys that you know there has to be an emphasis on. For example, if I'm Cam Murray, I'm saying we cannot let him get to his elbows and knees. Cam Murray gets to his elbows and knees. Damien Cook licks his lips and he's fucking gone. You want to have that sort of variation in players. Whereas when I'm watching Tom Burgess, I'm not as worried about it. I'm just worried about stopping his momentum. If I can get him on his back, all of a sudden, it stifles the rest of these guys. But different body shapes, incredibly important. Uh, One other team I just wanted to touch on, and like a really good example of this, and I'm high on them coming into next year. I don't know if they're going to be a top eight team, but I think they'll go close, is the Newcastle Knights. So David Clement just left. He was a bit of their different body. You've got two twins playing in the front row, the two Saifidi boys, both built exactly the same, essentially. They are twins, obviously. Uh, so for me, that's the one worry with Newcastle. They will need another front rower to step up, whether it's Matty Croker, whether they get the very best out of Jack Hetherington. Hetherington would be a classic to fit in with these guys. He's a fucking lunatic, obviously, but hopefully they can keep him on the field because he's a bit more ranger. He's got an offload. Uh, he's a little bit more agile than the Saifidi boys as well. He'd be a great little addition. Matty Croker, very different body shape as well. Not as big. 
big and broad as the Saifidi boys. A little bit trimmer, but still a big body with really good hands as well. Uh, you got Leo Thompson, who he sort of fits more into uh, the Saifidi sort of category, that, that sort of build. But losing Clemmer is going to hurt them a lot. Obviously, he's a great player, but also the different body shape that he brings. Bit of pressure on Matty Croker or um, Hetherington to sort of step into that role because it's going to be important because as good as the Saifidis are, once again, you want to keep your opposition guessing. Yeah, You don't want to make their job easy for them with the same guy coming at you. You look at the Canberra Raiders. I really love their pack as well. Josh Papali'i, he's very similar to that Moses Leota sort of style, especially as he gets older when he was younger. A bit more explosive. He's getting older. Still fantastic to have. Still hard to handle. But you go Papali'i into Tapanay, all of a sudden you're talking about two different fucking beasts there. Two different animals from the kingdom completely, the way that they attack. Last year when they had um, Adam Elliott, he was a good little hybrid between the two of them as well. Then you bring on your bigger bodies, your Emre Gula coming off the bench, Corey Horsburgh, a little bit thinner, but the way that he runs, the way that he attacks, a little bit unorthodox. It's, it's just a great way to have your forward pack set out with different bodies. And I think, you know, 20 years ago, for example, you look at that Bulldogs pack, Mark O'Mealy, Willie Mason, all these guys, you could get away with these huge, big bodies. Uh, I just think that now you do, the, the variation of having a guy like Ruben Cotter, for example, the variation of having a guy like Matty Eisenhuth, who might not be the biggest front row in the world, but his body shape is sensational. Like, I don't think he's that far off a Regan Campbell-Gillard, for example. RCG is a better player, don't get me wrong, but to have a body shape like that, I think it can really, really help a footy side. So, in answer to Morgo's question, I think it is so important in the modern game and I think when you have a look at most clubs they've got a policy to some extent of this or an approach to how they do it I think the Roosters are interesting you've got Matty Lodge Rhea Hargraves L- Lindsay Collins as well I think they're all reasonably similar bodies like not not exactly the same bodies but for me the wild card for them was Takiaho yeah he was the real explosive guy yeah he could move quicker and he could explode a lot quicker than what the other guys could so losing him is going to be interesting how they replace him but the advantage they've got is that, in my opinion, I think they're going to have Brandon Smith. I think he'll start at hooker. I think he'll drop back to 13 later in games, or just as a middle forward anyway, similar to the role that Ruben Cotter plays, and that could be their X factor. You've got Victor Radley as well, of course, a smaller body. He handles himself very well. Nat Butcher, he obviously ended up starting for a lot of last year, but he's the guy they'd bring off the bench as a little bit of a different body shape. And it's all, it's all good and well to be the biggest and the strongest, but sometimes leg speed. Leg speed can be the killer. And the beauty, what, what, what tends to be paired with leg speed is a quicker play the ball. For example, a Ruben Cotter, much quicker play the ball than like a Tao Malolo or a Junior Paulo. So as much as you want your big guys in the front row, I think the Cowboys and Ruben Cotter have shown with a different body shape, there's a lot of advantages you, you can get out of it. You look at um, Brandon Smith over the last few years for the Melbourne Storm. Whenever he takes a hit up, you see Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Cameron Munster, all these guys get on their toes and they just flood the middle because they know he's not the biggest body, but he's going to he's gonna win the advantage for us. He's going to get on the front foot and you know he's going to get a quick play the ball. If he doesn't get a quick play the ball, Brandon Smith, most of the time, you'll get a penalty off the back of it because they've slowed him down to avoid that quick play the ball. Different body shapes. They are key in the modern game. I think just about every single NRL club has worked it out. Worries me with the Dolphins a little bit. I'll have a look at their starting side. You know, they'll probably run out with Jesse Bromwich and Mark Nichols. Very similar body shape. Not much explosiveness there. They're two edges. Kenny Bromwich, Felice Cafusi. Different body shapes, but both bring a very similar game. Neither of them are overly explosive. A lot of experience there, obviously, and both fantastic defenders. And then at 13, finally, you've got a bit of a different 
body shape there. Probably Ray Stone, who is coming off an ACL injury. So I worry about how explosive he's going to be. I think the Dolphins will be an interesting one. Guys coming off the bench, it might be like a Herman SASA, might be a Ewan Aitken. Personally, I'd like to find a spot for Aitken in the team just because he brings something a little bit different, a little bit more explosive than the other guys. They might be playing him at centre, though. We'll have to wait and see. But they are a team that I look at and go, geez, it's a pretty cookie-cutter sort of forward pack at the moment, especially their starting um, six players or so. Even Jeremy Marshall King, I mean, he's a good ball runner and whatnot, but he's not an explosive guy like a Harry Grant or a Damien Cook or, uh, you know, Api Curacao, one of these guys. It just looks to be a very cookie-cutter sort of uh, vanilla, I guess you could say, forward pack at the moment. But we know that Wayne Bennett, he can get the very best out of these guys. He's been doing it for a long time. So I'm not ruling them out by any means. But they are a side that I think is interesting as far as their forward pack goes. Shout out to Morgo. A great question. Gone for about 20-odd minutes here, which was a really good chat. Really in-depth, sort of nerdy stuff here. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know what you think of your team's forward pack, the different bodies that they have in that pack and how it impacts them, where you get your advantage, the sort of body shape that maybe you'd like to see added. Sometimes I see teams when you hear they're chasing two guys, for example, and you know one of them might be the biggest body in the world, but then the other one, he might be a little bit smaller, but I think he can add a bit more to their side. Uh, it's interesting how it can play out. For example, last year, Canterbury. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bringing in Tavita Pangai Jr., big, explosive offload, let go of Adam Elliott. For me, I didn't like that. I'd rather have Adam Elliott in that pack and what he can bring than a Tavita Pangai Jr., for example. So there's a lot of different directions you can go. It depends on each and every team, each and every forward pack, your hooker as well. There's a lot that goes into it. Plenty to consider there. But as I said, fantastic question from Morgo. Different Di- different body shapes in your forward pack. There is no doubt whatsoever in my mind it is incredibly crucial in 2022, 2023. Next year would be just as important, if not more important. And I think it is something that the vast majority of teams are starting to notice. And if they're not, I definitely think they need to be. I think it's definitely something that they need to be looking at uh, in the future. And with their recruitment as well, body shapes, they are incredibly important. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.